Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, welcome to Workout Wonderland. We are, allegedly, an Arsenal podcast. With me this fine Monday afternoon, Monday night, Monday evening is Deke, because days of the week have no meaning for me. How are you doing, Deke? Yeah, I'm good. Days of the week haven't meant anything to me since I was 21 and I'm 36. Haven't worked a nine to five. I've worked all weekend and now I've had a day off. I say I've had a day off. I've had an hour of rest, but I've been doing other things. I'm well, though, Danny. How are you? How's uh, how's tricks? Uh, uh, very good. I think I'm in keto because I'm just living on meat like a, like a caveman would. I love it. And uh, Ocado. Thank you very much, Ocado. Very, very nice quality food and meat. So there you go. They last a bit longer and they're better quality. Yes. I always so, get all my meat from the local butchers because it's different. Uh, if it's local butchers in London, especially mm. in poorer parts of London, I wouldn't recommend mm. it. But butchers up here, it's... It's it, it, scrag end. Like, it's properly good. It's properly good meat up here. Properly Big good. Bob, his missus, owns the uh, pie shop in government in Brampton. And so I should get all my meat from them if I could be bothered, which I should do. Anyway, yes. let's stop talking about each other's meat because I give people the wrong idea and say hello to any of the, the ne'er-do-wells in the chat. We have Clock Orange. Hello, lads. Uh, what do... I'll have to see small writing on the right, big writing down there. Hello, lads. What do we have on the agenda today? Well, we're going to talk about Declan Rice. Maybe uh, we've got some stats and details and lineups and formations of possible stuff because uh, Arteta's team is slowly coming together and Deke's gone and got his usual football manager stuff, which is... a. Uh, She's quite happy about uh, Paul Nell, not Neil, says oi oi. Across the pond, uh, the pond sports talk. Oh, as up in a bid for Bulligan, Aguna, let's wait it out. It will go higher. You make too many full stops. Like 34 million offered, so 40 million euros, 34 million off the bat, straight off the bat. They, they get money for Onana. For, uh, from United, so that hopefully they can get a good 40, 50 plus million for Balogun. That'd be amazing. I wonder if Ajax got anything for, from that deal because they let him go to Inter when his contract expired. I doubt it, did they? That's a shame. Yeah. Ajax made him, didn't get him on a free, and a year later flogging for 50, 45, 50 million. Ridiculous. Uh, Phil Macker says, uh, running late, catch it late, fellas. Mbappe signed it. Shut up about Mbappe, boy. What? Uh Sports uh, across the pond says Arsenal v All Stars Wednesday night and Messi wow massive la- intro last night. Will Messi play for the All Stars? Do you think? Great shout! Never didn't oh. think about that. It's a one thirty kickoff on Wednesday night, so Thursday we early morning. We'll be watching PST. it. I will be watching it mm-hmm. uh, half asleep, but I will be watching it. <laughs> uh, I'll take like a late nap and try and uh, but I'll definitely be watching it. I can't wait. I've I watched the Nuremberg game, even though it was a one-all draw. Um, but I'm I'm already soaking up every ounce of of content that Arsenal are giving me at the moment. Give your like microphone sponge. a little tap. No, your microphone's not connected. Can you not hear me? No, I can hear you. It's just not coming from your microphone. It's coming. Oh, 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 oh. You sound uh, like you're in the bog. Hold on. I know why. While you do that, I'm going to go and do a little tweet saying that we are live. 
I usually know forget. why. It's because I reset well, it. Hold on. Let me. I'll oh, yeah. Redid your cookies, didn't you? Uh, there we go. He's back in the room, people. Apologies, everybody. That was terrific. <laughs> Um, I reset all my cookies, and you know how annoying that is. It resets everything and logins, yeah. settings alike. So it was going through my webcam. So that was good. Did you hear any uh, of that? Did you? Was it? Oh no, I heard it all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. We were talking for ten minutes before the show. I thought so. I was like, "Is there a?" Pro-? I was like, "Oh my god, my <laughs> mic's broken." But now we're all good. Uh, Boy Tim says, "Even doesn't even seem real that Messi is going to be playing in the MLS. I think he's got some kind of deal where he's going to be making." A lot of money. He's gonna he's gonna have an option to get a franchise afterwards, I believe. Mm, Beckhaming it. Uh, yes. Jimmy says evening all. BX Gunner says it's cheaper to buy a season ticket than it is to get a single ticket to the Messi game. Uh, is that the first game playing for the Miami Dolphins, or is it uh, the, uh, the the ticket for the ticket for the game? So that will mean that, Miami wow. Dolphins. Well, I don't know what team he plays for, do I? Is it the uh, he, plays LA... for, he plays for Inter? He plays for Inter Miami. That's the one. I know Beckham's, Beckham's team, but it's Miami yeah. Dolphins is the Ace Ventura team. Uh, they're an NF, they're an NFL team, isn't it? I know, that's my boys, the Miami Dolphins. Him and Dan Marino. Clearly. So <laughs> Dan what? What? Because BX lives in in the US of A. He's saying that right. normally a, a season ticket would cost maybe four or five hundred dollars, and the tickets for that one game are going for more than four or five hundred dollars. <laughs> Holy moly! Messi has arrived. Messi oh, Mr. Selby is there. Uh, Boy 10 says, even you sexy buggers. Sai's here. Everybody type hashtag Sai out. Cheeky monkey. We drew our first preseason after spending close to fucking hell. Sai <laughs> is winding you up, people. Don't really pick on him. BX says, is that Kofi Black shirt? Kofi Black. No, it's not Kofi Black. It's, uh, it's Jackie Moon. It's Jackie Moon. Somebody recognised the Flint Tropics. What, what is it? What um, It's a basketball film. It's a basketball it called? film called Semi Pro. Yes, I watched that. Um, and uh, he's got the song Love Me Sexy in it. Everyone loves I love him. He's, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's Stefan says, nearly all the legends in the chat today. Great to see. Data is there. Hello, boys. Data's a bit of a cheeky monkey. Uh, you might want to go and follow on Twitter if you want, a little, if you want to be titillated. Uh, but don't fuck her off because she'll murder you. Uh, Stan says, morning all. Paul Nell, uh, aren't, uh, aren't you going? Uh, you aren't wrong. Oh, he's talking about the price of the tickets, saying hello to each other. Demsec is there. Hello, Demsec. Across the pond, Dolphins is Miami. Yeah, I have been a Miami Dolphins fan since Ace Ventura came out. So that's probably 1985, 84. And I've watched every single Super Bowl since then. They've not been in a single one because they're shit. Uh, I, I in New York like 100K. That doesn't make any sense. You're going to have to put more effort into typing on your phone. Hope everyone is behaving. They certainly are. Nick Nick is here with the um, the, the band stick of doom, which he's never going to use unless it's picking on Nicky Wilson, him picking on himself because that's what he does. Uh, Scalper's delight with Messi landing in the MLS. Good. Jackie Moon, semi-pro. Good. Yep. Where are we? This is a hilarious movie. Uh, Nick hasn't banned, has he banned himself yet. Uh, they remade White Men Can't Jump. It's not better than you. Of course, it's not fucking better. Wesley Snipes Richardson. and Woody Harrelson. Christ. Yeah. Uh, Data says, I'm a non violent person. 
you do your damage with words, my dear. Oh. Right, uh, Deke, let's have a look at some of the the buttons and things that I've got to impress you've got people with. Of, yeah, you've got lots of information to show everyone. Uh, First of all, I, yeah, go on. What, what's your initial reactions about us spending 105 million of the King's finest pounds on West Ham's probably their best player in the last decade? So I'll make a few notes on it. One is, uh, obviously, I'm extremely excited. It's the, I mentioned this last time, but Declan Rice is the first recommended player when you do a save on Art and Football Manager. So we're not going to get that first recommended anymore. Fantastic stuff. Two, we have got ourselves a generational signing. This guy is the one that you've been waiting for for decades. I'm so, if you said to me two years ago that we'll be in the Champions League and signing Declan Rice um, ahead of Manchester City um, you'd, or, and Bayern Munich, sorry, you'd think, that's nah, not happening in a million years, but that's where we are. Um, but three, I will say, I have never seen West Ham so salty, so, oh, the flowing salt of tears that I was riding on Saturday. Even when salt, mate, you came broken. in and went, ooh, that's a bit like, This is too me. much salt. Like the, <laughs> it, was, it was the fact that West Ham didn't, uh, didn't connect Arsenal to the fact that that was the team that he's going to. There was no yeah. reference to it at all. Ajax did a beautiful video for Yuri and Timber that was a lot of respect, a really good video, uh, announcement video about him leaving. Um, but yeah, West Ham fans on Twitter going, losing their shit. Their, their own Reddit was losing their shit. The salt was palpable. Oh, got a new name there, Rick Downing. Um, Rick! Yes, whenever I think Rick. of the name Rick, I think of two things. I think Rick Dangerous on the uh, Commodore 16, okay. might be in the Amiga, and I think Rick Mail, spelled differently. Oh, well, well there. R.I.P. What a man he was. Yeah, I agree with that. They um, th- they don't like it up, em, as someone once said. I think. I think that says a lot about how big of a signing he is. Because yeah. if, they, if they don't spend correctly, that's relegation territory. They teetered this year and they've yeah. lost their best player, their talisman, their captain, their icon. They've lost him. It's going to be a tricky season for West Ham. Uh, Mr. Womble says, I say, Mr. Could be Mrs. Maybe an alien. You might be a time traveller. You might be John Titor. Look that up if you like time travel. John Titor. <sighs> Lovely stuff. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Paul Nell uh, agreed with data. Boy 10. Dead Sea got less salt than West Ham. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Nailed it. Great analogy. Uh, Paul Nell, that's Sunday there is a double header in the Phillies for $40. Uh, BX says we signed a big name player with serious competition. I believe this deal's been in place for months, so Arsenal had it in the bag. Uh, Demsek says Declan's first day video was class. Deke's going to talk about that in a little, little bit later. And Data says uh, I already miss Granite. Really hoping Declan fills his void. Now, what should we do? Oh, Hambo Gumbles there. Sap puddings. I like custard. You put custard on anything and I'll eat it. Even if it's still wiggling. I... Um, what should we do now? Should we uh, go through the possible formations or talk some more about Declan and his stats? Let's talk to... about, let's talk, let's show off some pictures of the man himself and just show his first day at uh, at London Coney and at the Emirates because they did both. They always show off the gra- uh, They always show off the training ground. Edu kind of walks around and and explains everything. And every time you kind of relive it, you're like, "Oh my god, this is incredible!" But he also goes to the Emirates here, which I've got massive respect for. That he turns up in a suit. I think that's. Uh, I think that says a lot about his class. 
the way that he comes across in the videos, um, the interviews, he's very well articulated. He, he, he's, he's great with his words. He's obviously done a lot of media training where it comes natural to him. No wonder he's a leader. Um, and it wouldn't, you know, wouldn't shock me in, in, in a few years time that he's in contention for the, for the band. If something happens to Erdegaard, that's for sure. So, uh, massively impressed with him in the uh, in the early doors of his Arsenal, uh, you know, his, his new home, as he says it. Um, and uh, yeah, Arteta is the happiest man on the planet, as is Edu and as is the rest of the Arsenal fan base. So I'm, uh, I'm in. Beak. He's got a beak on him, isn't he? He's, he's, he's got a beak, but it makes him aerodynamic. That's what makes him quick. Breaks Sean the, breaks the me, wind. Yeah, I've got a big nose. But that these, one. Vi- these pictures are class. Absolutely class. Shit quality. But they're, but they're. Oh yeah, they're, but they're, they're good quality. Uh, if you get them on Twitter and stuff, these these pictures are everywhere. You just type in Declan Rice's thousands of videos. Adidas did a video. They obviously they did a video. Speaking of, let me quickly mention that. Then I still think Alba Abamyang's video um, is more hype than Declan Rice's video. It's a cool, quirky little video, but I I don't know for the biggest signing in in Arsenal's history, uh, the most expensive one anyway. I still think the Aubameyang's uh, incredible. We all forget about the the Henrik Mkhitaryan thing where he's like, want to come out here, bro? Whatever he said. Uh, and everyone was like for weeks going, oh my God, is it is, is Alba? I think he said Alba. And the video, the hype, the hype behind it for weeks. And then uh, the music and everything that I, I thought that I still think that's probably the best one. And then probably Erdegaard afterwards that. But uh, that's what I think on the video. Yes. I'm just reading some of your comments there. Everyone seems to agree, which is good. Um, let's have a little look at some of his stats. This is, uh, I stole everything from other websites. This is his uh, seven seasons at West Ham. His first season, he only played one game uh, in, for the first team. Next season, 26 games, no goals, no assists. Next season, 34 games, two goals, no assists. Next season, which was 1920, played every single game, one goal, three assists. Next season, uh, 32 games, uh, two goals, one assist. And then uh, 2021-22, he scored uh, 36 games, one goal, four assists. And finally, 2022-23, last season, only missed one game, uh, four goals and one assist. So um, I was going to compare him. If we have a look, we'll look here, Deke. What do you think about that? This is going to be playing in the same position as Party. That's his replacement. This yeah. is for people at home on the bus, on the toilet, and driving your car. Uh, this is the injuries Thomas Partey has had while at Arsenal. I wonder, uh, muscle injury, 24 days. Hip injury, 39 days. Hamstring injury, 18 days. Ankle injury, 32 days. A knock, 112 days. I mean, that's one hell of a knock. Five problems, 21 days. A knock, eight days. Now, you compare that for someone playing in the same position for West Ham, Declan Rice, ill, 13 days. That is his entire career of being ill now, uh, being injured. Now, we know there's, what, six years difference between the two of them. I think I think Party is 29 or 30, isn't he? He's turning 30 he's, anytime soon. Yeah, he's 30. He, yeah, oh, okay, in June. Cool. He was 30 in June. So, oh, okay, yeah, all right, cool. Now. So there's six years between them, but that is going to make such a difference to our season, isn't it, having a player who is going to play almost every single game in all competitions for the entire game season about getting injured. I agree. Um, it's it's not, you know, uh, as much as I've enjoyed Party, Thomas Party, he's obviously a very talented player, but there is inconsistencies in his game. And the fact that he's had these this plethora of injuries that have just come out of nowhere just by sheer bad luck um, has really put his position in jeopardy. And that's the reason why Declan Rice has come in, because we need assurances in that particular position. We rely on it because we're so attacking. Um, and now we've got one of the best defensive midfielders in the Premier League who's 
who's got the most amazing stats when it comes to uh, ball recovery and, and interceptions. The guy's just, he just reads the game so well. And he does a lot of his tacking, tackling as well, standing up. He doesn't go to the ground much. He, he's very good at getting his position, his body into the correct position and dispossessing the player. And, and then, and, and carrying the ball as well is another one. He's uh, one of the facets of his bow. Carrying ability is incredible too. So it's, I'm gutted for party, but I wouldn't be upset if he left. I want him to go. And there's other stuff going on, which we won't talk about, which is uh, sure, sure, sure. unbelievable. But then you can't have your premium A star, highest earner, most amount of um, uh, everything, and then only playing a certain number of games a season, not playing enough games a season. If we yeah. just look at Party's time with Arsenal, last season he missed out five games. Season before that he missed 14 games. And the season before that he also missed 14, but he didn't sign until I think it was October. 99 games, five goals. Out of those 99 games, how many times do you reckon we got um, the 10 out of 10 party? No, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. I'd say we got the best out of him for maybe 20 games last season, maybe 10 the season before that. If that, that's that's not it. That's not good. I think enough. it's like, isn't it like 30% of, or 35% of his games, or, or it was like 35 to 40% of his games he's played for Arsenal, but he's he, so he's only been available for that much? Isn't it something like that? I can't remember. It's poor. It's really poor. Demsek says we could have Declan as first choice and Party as his backup. Party might say if it absolutely not. That's an expensive backup, guys. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. And there's a comment here about as well how um, Atleti used him in that particular way. But guys, these, he's he's on two hundred grand plus. Uh, Thomas Party, isn't it? I think it's like two hundred grand plus or something like that. He's on a lot of money, guys. As a backup, I think it would be more astute if we got some of that wages off, sold him to maybe Saudi Arabia because Chelsea seems to be doing it with everyone. It's not surprising that Ted Bowley had a holiday there a few months ago, but we won't talk about that. Anyway, so, uh, but yeah, I, I, I would invite offers for Thomas Party and then bring in somebody uh, to understudy Declan because the guy plays day in, day out, and he will play every single game. Are you trying to tell me he's not going to want to play all the games in, in the Champions League, including the group games? The guys are going to want to fucking milk that shit, and I love it. Give me it. It is. Paul Nell, not Neil, says party was class for us 80% of last season. He was, last season was his best season. I would say sure. probably from September, late September, early October, all the way through until about March, he was fantastic. And then he shit his pants, and it all fell apart. Um, right, let's bring up some more stats and details. So last season, only got the Champions League, the Europa League run here. Europa, Europa Conference League, That's get fine. that yeah. right. I didn't realise West Ham won the competition without losing a single game. And he only missed two games. Uh, yeah. He missed one because he wasn't in the squad in the last group game, understandably, because they, they qualified. And he missed the last 16 second leg um, against uh, Larnaca. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty... Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, regardless of what people have to say about the Europa League um, Conference or Europa Conference League, um, it's still, uh, it's still. If you win it, it gives you Europa League. So that is nothing to to, to snuff out. It gives lower teams a, a real great opportunity to get themselves into European football and European contention because you win the Europa League. You're in the Champions League. So if you're not doing well domestically, you can go and do it in Europe. But anyway, stats look fantastic. West Ham went on a great run. It was, it, I was kind of happy. I, I, I'm not 
don't give a shit now. But I was I was happy with all of it. It looked great, and Declan looked happy, and we knew that we were getting him, and we've gotten him at such a great moment of his career. This is, you know, he kind of wanted to leave West Ham in the way that he did by lifting a European trophy, their first one in like ever. Is it their first ever one? Their first ever Europe? I don't know, but it's it's been iconic for them. So I'm happy that we got him when we did. Very happy. It's all very Hollywood esque, isn't it? It is. Um, uh, Rudy has made a good point. Hold on, let me get rid of uh, this thing here. Rudy says, I have to say that Rice isn't my first choice. He is overpriced, in my view, but they get everybody, especially when you're English. But he is clearly Arteta's man, and they wanted him the most. Appreciate the way we got him. How much is he overpriced? I'd be interested to know that as well. I I don't Mm. think he's overpriced. I think we paid a, a very... A, a very smart p- uh, price for him to be honest with you and we the guy is not going to lose value he's not going to lose value he's going to go even more so if the, you know something does happen in the future he's going to he's going to be a lot lot more than he already is um you've got to remember i know he's got the english tax on him and everything like that but he's an england starting international um he's a captain he's a leader he's he's also from london he's got that family orientation uh, family mentality he wants to stay in london because of his family arsenal are building that family uh, you know, there was jokes on Twitter going round about Arteta and how he's trying to get all of his players married up and having kids. Because uh, the moment we sign Havertz, he announces his engagement with his missus and everyone's like, Arteta's gone. Can you just get it done, mate? You know, <laughs> yeah, it done. But it's great. He's got that family start, you know, that family, you know, family feeling through it and everything. You see it on the pitch. You see it on the pitch. There's a reason why we go for these players at the moment. Um, and Declan Rice is one of the best. I don't care about the price. I say we get it. We're going to make a great run in the league and a great run in the champs. Yazid MD says, good point. No one is talking about the African Cup of Nations, which makes a difference. We would have lost him for summer January and February. Now we won't have that problem. Someone on Twitter was saying that uh, Arteta was racist because he got rid of all the African players, which... uh, That's That's people that have never had hardship in their life. And they're trying to get offended by somebody on somebody else's behalf. Yes, it's true. Boring. I mean, in fact, we've got, still got Pepe at the club. Oh, and so I'm, boring. I'm, last time I looked, I'm sure that Egypt was still in Africa. <laughs> yeah, I, it's um, boring. Yeah, exactly. It's boring. It's just people just try and find things to be offended about. It's 2023. Nothing shocks yeah, me. It is. And um, Eddie is uh, of Nigerian descent. We know that. And Bakayo, when he went uh, uh, for the off season, he went to, went to Africa, met a load of people, and uh, saw pictures of that. Don't know what country he went to, but people were obviously glad to see him. And he was having a whale of a time. Excellent. Demsek says Rice wa- walks into most teams and isn't overpriced. Phil exactly. Macker is back. Uh, hello, ladies. Sorry, I'm late, cheeky monkey. Stan says we don't need understudies. We need competition for places. Rudy has put a long one. I fear Party will leave us to replace Party. It won't be easy. Caicedo would be brilliant, but can't see that happening. Chelsea rise. The intensity to get Caicedo done is my fear. Well, I think they still need to get rid of some players before they start bringing in too many big names. Uh, Steph says the Rice Golby Ghent was incredible. Uh, Clock says understudy could be Lavia. Is he good enough? Well, covering yeah. Rice is not yep. there. I think. I think. I think. I think. Um, where Stan says uh, the understudy, we don't need under understudy. We need backup. Maybe it's my turn of phrase, but getting somebody younger to to compete with uh, with Rice for minutes because we know that Rice is going to play every game. Um, someone like Lavia would be great, but as I said I've already before, I'm unsure about that because of the 
buyout buyback clause that City have that's in place till next year for 40 million. So God forbid if Lavia has a great season and the City just go, oh, cheers, mate. We'll take him. We'll take him. Wrap him up. Send him over. I'm not interested in that. We'll see what happens next year. Uh, Data made a couple of good points as usual. She says, uh, who cares? It's not your money. And Stan is very rich and follows that up with, would you rather Cronky spend his money on Arsenal or keep it for himself? Quite right. Spend it all on us. God, Sky's put a big one here. That's the advantage of watching us on Twitch, people. You, There's no swearing filter. You can say whatever the hell you want. And you can put long messages like this. Now, Sky, I'm going to trust this is good. I'm going to read it without checking it. Read this from a forum. Apparently, the new financial year of FFP starts today, and Arsenal would have been deemed to have de- signed Declan Rice for that huge amount in the last financial year, which would have worked against us. The delay was well thought out, save 250 grand a week, apparently, uh, strategy to avoid sanctions because this is a huge sale which would have had, which would have impacted on our FFP status. Smart thinking from the club. Only the smart would have a clue what is going on. Any thoughts? I agree with you. And the, the longer they left it, the, that's an extra two or three weeks of not spending 250 grand a week on someone. And so they, they say best part of what, a million? Three quarters of a million? Yeah, not bad, is it? That'll buy you a house. I find it very funny, Danny. I find it very funny that everyone's jumping on Arsenal's back about FFP at the moment when Chelsea have spent seven hundred million in in six months. Well, Kieran um, from the uh, the the financial pod has said Arsenal are fine. Oh, I know we are, but I'm just finding it funny. The one that made me really laugh is I I I really like Tifo and Tifo IRL. Um, I love their coverage and stuff, but they kept on releasing videos about sort of not anti-Arsenal, but asking questions about if Arsenal's doing what they're doing and if it's okay. And I'm like, you do realise that the New York Times owns TIFO and New York Times is owned by, uh, there's some of the owners are Ted Bowley and some of the Saudi states. So of course they're going to be writing these articles to kind of deflect away from what's going on at Chelsea. It's my hilarious stuff. Hilarious stuff. Apparently Arsenal FFP is a problem now. Um, you'll see in the chat there we have got Fergus from Guns and Yellow Ribbons podcast there's their YouTube link go and follow them because much like me they are old buggers and they they talk a lot of sense so uh, I regularly watch that it's one of about six Arsenal podcasts I have on my own personal YouTube subscriptions um, mainly because Trevor come around and beat me up if I don't have it on there so yeah go and give that uh, a follow because they are a, a wonderful podcast and they have got 875 subscribers. So I want to see that at 10,000 before the end of the show. <laughs> uh, right, you've done a load of messages that I can't read them all. Oh, Data says, good point about the New York Times. Right, Deke, never do another podcast because uh, when Data says you've done something good, you've peaked. Oh, right. So, is, that uh, it? Is, I'm, 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 is this my retirement for podcasting? It That's it, oh, okay. you're done. All right. <laughs> but it was a good run. It was a good run. We had a great run. I'm a little bit disappointed because this one's going to be even more, it's going to be even better, but there we are. Uh, right. Positions played by Mr. Declan Rice in his entire professional career. Defensive midfield, 214 with 15 goals and 12 assists. Centre-back, 52. I didn't realise he played so many times there. Left-back, two. Central midfield, two. Right-back, one. Now, does that give you any clue to where he might play for the Arsenal? (laughs) No clue. No clue. Left-back? No idea. (laughs) Genuinely. 
Oh dear, that's good to see though. It's good. Um, I, do you know what? I, I'm surprised that he's played at left back as uh, twice as many times as he's played at right back. I thought right back would be a lot more as a right field, a right footed player, but who am I to say otherwise? Uh, what other things have we got? His squad numbers. Now, you know, people, I have got, I'm on the spectrum apparently, as Sean keeps calling me an autistic C word. Uh, and I like numbers to work. Now, he has started off where, with number 68 for the under-18s, and then we went to the under-21s, 16 and 12 and 6 and 5, and then got 41. And then he had number 5 for the under-21s and number 6 for the under-18s. Then, he, like Deep was saying, what are you telling me about his shirt number 41? Well, he got given it as his first first team number. Uh, that was, and, and, you know, whenever a player is in the first team, look at Saka when he first started at Arsenal. I think it was, what, 87? No, it was 87, oh. and then he went down yeah. to 77, and now he's at seven. Um, so he's done all the sevens. But you get given that number, and it's generally a high number, and that's what happened here. It meant a lot to him, so he's kept it, and that's where it is, and that's why why he kept the he kept the 41. Because if I was in charge of the Arsenal, if I was taking over a football manager, first thing I would do, um, I, Ben White would get number two. Big Willie Saliba would get number five. Actually, no, he'd get number six. Number five would be Gabriel... And then Jury and Timber will be 22 for double right back. And uh, Zinchenko will be three. And backup left back will be uh, Tyranny on 33. See? See what I'm doing there? See what you're doing uh, there. There's a pattern to the madness. And then in defensive midfield would be number six. And uh, no, it would be number four. Yeah. Right, yeah, I always keep four. Uh, I'm, I'm a Fabregas lover, all right? Or four is should be a midfield. Yeah, Midfield and then the rest of them are okay. We've got seven and eleven on the wings, which is which is important. That's for me. okay. That's fine. That's brilliant. That's it good. is uh, right. What, what bit have we got? Now? I'm not looking at the chats. We're going through things. Uh, I tell done. you what, quickly before you do that, Danny, um, do the numbers, the previous forty-one numbers, uh, shirt number wearers at Arsenal. You were ah. looking. Have you got those? Because we're look. So uh, we're this. Uh, Danny has the list of previous Arsenal players who have wore the number 41 shirt, which I didn't think about, but Danny smartly did. And I felt that it was quite funny. There was a few names in there you'll all remember. I'm just scrolling backwards through the podcast tweets. And uh, if anybody who listened to this, we aren't following you on Twitter, let us know. And I will follow you immediately, if not sooner. So I did a tweet the other day listing all the uh, previous players. So it'd be good if I could get, go and find that and then bring it up on screen. So deep cover me while I'm doing this. Talk no, about, worries. Uh, um, uh, no worries. No uh, worries. I see Stefan's put uh, put something here saying, uh, here it is. Uh, Please, I cancel my athletic sub. I've, I, I'm, not fan, I'm not a fan of the athletic, that's for sure. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, nice take on New York Times and Bowley. Yep, thank you. I, 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 f- I find it funny every single time, comical even, when I see Tifo do some sort of piece about, oh, well, Arsenal, they're doing quite cheeky things. And it's like, oh, f- um, cool. data putting here, where uh, where's Kai going to play in the forward Granite 8? So the thing is, we've been saying it for, for, for a while now. Granite kind of filled that position. He was he was told by Arteta, "You've got to step into this formation that I want, this position that I want." Um, and uh, obviously, Arteta's got a bigger picture of what he wants that position to play. And only Jack could, could, could do certain things. So maybe Havertz is the player that's going to be doing the Havertz eight, not the Granite eight. There's going to be like an upgrade. There's going to be two point of the left eight. So we'll see what happens. Um, and then, oh, God, you got it. Um, and yep. then uh, Boy Tendio just said, uh, just said here, Rice is replacing Party and Havertz is replacing Jacker. And 
I think that's probably correct. It is indeed. I was going to go and do another tweet from my account, this one here, and boom. Uh, what I'd actually done is number two. I hadn't actually done 41. So just a quick one on uh, Saliba taking the number two. He's only the fifth Arsenal player since 93-94 when shirt numbers started to take the number two. Lee Dixon had it, and then it was vacant for two seasons. Then Abu Dhabi had it. And then, God, he had it from 05 to I 12. loved, I'm, that's one of the players that I will say for years, if he reached the, the, without the injuries, he'd be one of the best players on the planet by, by a country mark. Incredible player. All the skill in the world. And Incredible. then it was vacant 13, 14. Then Matthew Deboichi from New York. Yeah. He had it for two seasons. And then it was vacant for 17, 18. And then Bellerin didn't get it until 2018. And then he had it for three seasons. Vacant last season, which is one up to a little thing. That's where you go and follow us on Twitter because uh, the stuff that Carl does is brilliant. And I started uh, doing interesting things as well because we've, uh, we've put Instagram in the bin. Um, right. So I was going to read you out the squad numbers. The first person ever to get number 41 was Stephen Santry. In 2001-2, next season, Craig Holloway. Next season, no one. Next season, Stephen, Stephen, Estia, Stephen O'Donnell. Next season, Arturo Lupoli. Next season, Joe O'Krill. So that was up to 6-7. And next season, Gavin Hoyt, brother of Justin. Season after that, no one. Then in 9-10, it was Frimpong. 10-11, it was Dench. Jet. Uh, 11-12, it's Luke Freeman. Now, this is where I'm going to butcher people's names. 12-13, Samia Bihomotin. Then 13-14, uh, Daniel Boateng. 14-15, Samuel Galindino. I think he was Mexican. And then we had four seasons without it. And then 19-20, Robbie Burton, Ben Cottrell, Nathan Butler, Ajay, and then Mauro Bandera for the last two seasons. So he's been told, oi, Get yourself a new shirt, son. I know, right? <laughs> We're having it. Right, you're a, you're a youth academy player. Yeah. This is your first team number. It's being yeah. stripped away from you to be given to the the most expensive Arsenal signing. That's yeah. that's. The, I'd love that conversation. Hilarious. Get your shirt, son. Put it in the bin. Yeah. So Brilliant. that's uh, so that's another good one. All right, so then we were going to look at um, da, 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 some more stats. We've done squad numbers. Oh, international. I remember him playing for Ireland. Uh, being a youth international, because much like my good self, he is of, of Irish parentage. He actually played three games for Republic of Ireland. I think they were possibly all friendlies. Because you, when you do friendlies, they don't count, and so you can still. Go I, and I was going to your... ask. I was going to ask. How does that work? So yeah, it must be. It must have been friendlies. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and go and have a look and see what it says about his um, on his Wikipedia why he was allowed to change it. It says uh, Republic of Ireland in August eighteen. Like 2018, Rice was admitted from the squad to play Wales by Martin O'Neill, who said that Rice was considering switching play for England after being approached by them. November 2018, after he'd been admitted from three squads selected by O'Neill, Rice was said no closer in deciding whether to play for England or Ireland. And then late 2018, Rice met with New England with New Ireland manager Mick McCarthy and his assistant Robbie Keane. McCarthy said that Rice has a potential future captain of Ireland and that would build the team around him should Rice decide to play for his country. And then February 2019, Rice played his future to England, changed his allegiance, and was confirmed by FIFA 
in uh, March 2019. He was called up the England squad for the Euro qualifiers. So um, it doesn't say why. I mean, I think if they're only friendlies, you're allowed to do that because his grandparents are from Cork. And uh, Danny, yeah, it doesn't doesn't say the game. Oh, here we go. Um, name the squad uh, player. No, it doesn't say the games that he played, which is a bit of a shame. But he's, only only been playing, he's only been playing for England like less than four years. Like he's been playing for England forever. Five seasons. 2019, he played seven, then six, oh, then 14, then 12, and this mind. year, four. So that was my mind. It really does. And that was that was March of 2019, the year before the world imploded. Um, yes. So that's, it feels cool. like it was last week. Yeah, anyway. Crazy stuff. Uh, let's go and have a look through some. Uh, what number did Lauren have? Twelve. I've got rid of that now. Do you remember what 12. number Lauren? Yeah, yeah, Lauren twelve. Ah, there we go. Nick says right below twelve. Oh, there you Frimpong, go. Dench, uh, um, a linguist. Galadino was Bolivian. Cheers, Hambo. I knew he was somewhere south of America. Uh, I'm just making it up. Bandera, not even deputies. Jog on. <laughs> Gallus number 10 maybe questioned Wenger as a manager for the first time. It was Agreed. a little bit dodgy. Uh, did England have to buy rice, says Boy 10? Just uh, bags of rice. Not nominal fee. Uh, Nikki says, because of the shirt number or in general signing him. That was the Gallus Davis 10, says, I think. Same situation as Balogun, under 20s for England, and now the United States men's national team. Danny, can I say something about Balogun quickly? Very, yes, very quickly. if you want. Um, no, 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 it's fine. Um, he, uh, I I like the look of him. He looks like a me, good player. He gives me the ick. He, I, but he's, he kind of reminds me, and I'm not saying this is an insult, but he's a, he, he looks like a counter-attacking striker, not a possession-based striker. Yes. And we've had counter-attacking players come into this side and not survive our possession-based football that we do, Pepe being the one of the big ones. And he came from the French League. Um, I really like the look of him, but I think if we can get the money, I think we do it. I also don't think he's got his heart set on playing for Arsenal in any capacity. If yeah. you go on his Twitter, you wouldn't have a clue he played he for Arsenal. He didn't have Arsenal in his bio, did he? He's got, he literally, all he has in his bio is the United States uh, men's national team at, and it's the only thing he's following is the United States men's national team. I think he wouldn't he have a changed. clue he's got nothing to do with Arsenal. It, all it says to me is that his heart's not in it, so I'm not interested in having it. Not interested. I think, I think not. he has changed the bio since people brought it up. Um, oh, really? No yes. way. No way. I Okay, hold on. I'm going to check that out. No, he hasn't yeah. changed it. He hasn't no? changed it. No, oh, I thought he hasn't somebody changed said that they'd uh, had a little moan about it. Who no. else was it that took their um, the team out of their bio a while ago while they were still at the club? No, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe. Even his profile picture is just the United States of America football badge, and he's got no, and he's got a blank header, a completely blank header. He's got he's like, try have something Arsenal related there or nothing, nothing. <laughs> Do you get uh, an Elka vibes from him? Yeah, I just don't. I just, I really just don't. See, his ego's bigger than his talent, and I'm not saying. And he's got great talent, but I he's think he's he's got a lot of talent. And I've seen him live. I saw him watch. I saw him play for the under-21s a number of years ago against a, a, a friendly against Barnet. He looked brilliant even then, in, even back then. This was like four or five years ago, uh, or maybe maybe a little bit less, maybe 2019, so three, four years ago. 
But he looked brilliant then. He was the outstanding player. But I, yeah, I just, I don't like his attitude. I don't think he's interested. Dem6 says, so Declan played under-21 football for Ireland. Now he got three caps for Ireland and 40-odd caps for the UK. Remember back in the day, I mean, John Fashionu uh, got one cap for England and then I think Nigeria wanted him. And he said, I don't think it would be fair that I um, play for both, which would have been a shame because John Fashionu was very nice. Awooga. Awooga. Data says, Balogun is very concafy kind of player. Wow says 50 million for him would be great business yep. hello well yep. if you're new feel free to subscribe and send me all of your money i'll give you my bank details uh bye felicia i don't know what that means stefan says if balogun doesn't see what everyone else is seeing in arsenal he is stupid good point clock orange balogun is not counter-attacking is not counter-attacking forward he is already good old up player good hold I, I didn't i didn't see i didn't see any of that i mean who knows but he's only got he's only got a few weeks. Even Arteta's basically saying it in interviews, including today, um, literally saying he's got a few weeks, especially on this American tour, to show what he can do. Because Arsenal are on the verge of selling him. He Arteta doesn't see him in his plans, so that says all I need to know. Boy, Tensor's Balogun needs to have someone older in his circle talk him out of wanting a move. He's too good to be moving on when we've stuck when we're stuck with Nketia. I agree Phil with that says, comment though. Ego bigger than ego bigger than talent reminds me of Bentley. He didn't um, shut up about that goal he scored for Spurs against us, did he? For fucking ever. Uh, Jesus Christ. Boy Tense is still waiting for the Eddie um hat trick. Right, let's go and have a look while. at some more things that I've got Wait. saved. All stats. Unbelievable. I didn't realise that in a total of 300 and no, 278 games uh, the Premier League under 21, the EFL trophy, the Premier League under 18, the Premier League 2, the Premier League 2 playoffs and all the usual cup competitions, 278 games, 15 goals, 14 assists, no red cards playing in that position, not even a double yellow. What do you, do you know why? Do you know why, Danny? It's because I said earlier, the guy wins the ball standing up. He intercepts and uses his body beautifully to get in between the player, the attacking player, and the ball. He rarely goes down to ground, therefore reducing the amount of mistakes. And it is proven, said with stats that you've just shown up. I'm I'm, ex- I'm so excited about this player. He's already my profile picture on my phone, has been for a while, buzzing <laughs> off my titties. So Mrs. Deke has been ousted... My- Demoted. Demoted. Yeah, the the boy. The boy is here. Right. Uh, What else have we got? We've got all the stats. And then we've got some football manager stats. So um, it was this one first, wasn't it? Yeah. So this is, you know, guys, I love to bring up football manager things. Um, This is Declan Rice's stats. Uh, When he was 18 years old, this is a year after his his sort of debut for playing for West Ham. Um, And as you can see, his stats look great. But they're nothing. They're nothing to scream and shout about. But he's 18. He already looks pretty decent with his marking and everything like that. And his tackling ability back then, he was still considered to be a ball playing defender. But interesting to see the progression to the next one, which is I think FM 20. Uh, so the go. Yeah, there we go. So he's now uh, 20 years old. So it's a couple of years later, and uh, you know he's got his tackling up, but he's now moved in with his composure. He's now moved into that uh, that defensive midfield area where apparently football manager rate him pretty decently as a deep line playmaker. And we've seen, I'll tell you what, 
We've seen some of the videos that are going around on socials right now. His tech is his. Um, I couldn't. I'm like, what the hell? Yes, that I long shared passing. That one, video man. and the, the passing and and the the, the 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 ability to volley it and stuff and t- and control it with his chest. I'm like, pinpoint. What is this? This is crazy. You just a, you. I just assumed him to be a really old fashioned English defensive midfielder, but he's showing so much more. Unbelievable, so much more. And then we've got the uh, the newest one, which is his current stats for football manager, which is uh, which is here he is at 23 years old. And as you can see, a plethora of greens all around the mental area, which is what we want. His physicals are off the chart. Um, you know, the guy can run forever. And uh, yeah, he's obviously a leader on and off the pitch. And it shows, it really does show uh, when it comes to his media stuff. He just knows what to say and how to say it. I'm I'm buzzing. Really happy about this. Does a uh, really good progression of skills and talent and all that other all that other important stuff. Yeah. Um, what else did I want to bring up? Um, hold on. Someone asked a question. Um, where was it? It was uh, something about Ah, Clock Orange said, "What are the times for the games in the US? Can you tell me in the UK time?" Now I'm going to do this in the right order because Wikipedia have got it in competition form not in date so got me the 19th of july uh, the time in in the usa is gonna be edt what does that stand for eastern time zone yes uh, anyway so that's uh, 8 30 usa 1 30 a.m in the morning here so that's so, thursday so that's that's wednesday night thursday early morning guys all right early morning and then the next one after that, that's the 19th of july next one yeah. after that is the 22nd of july it's going to be 5 p.m usa time and it is going to be 10 p.m uk time and that's against manchester united yeah and the next one barcelona it is going to be 7 30 usa time and 3 30 uk time yeah, it's a really, really early one, that one. And that, that is Barcelona, I believe. Is not is that correct? It is, yeah. And that's been... Oh, I see why there's such a huge difference. The first one's been in New Jersey. And the second one is going to be in uh, the Stan Kroenke Stadium. And the, fir- the first one, the MLS All-Stars, are going to be held in the Washington Audi Field Stadium. Sounds oh, great. That painful. My foot has been in the same position for far too long, but it might come off. Right. So, where are we up to? Uh, reading some more points. Uh, Balogun, the sky says, if Balogun can't accept the role in the squad and will be annoyed, then we sell him while we can get the money. But I'm sure he will be a great player. We'll see what happens. Good. Rudy says, Ballo will get chance with the US now. If he plays well, Arteta won't let him go easily. Well, he's really missed um, a couple of the games because he wasn't registered for the uh, the Gold Cup, which is a shame because the USA won back-to-back 6 nils, And a, a Colombian got hat-tricks, the first person ever to get a back-to-back hat-tricks for the US of A. Stan says, Balogun seems to pre- uh, prefer a path of less resistance, choose to play for the USA and doesn't want to fight for a place at the Arsenal. Agreed. And BX says Santi Jimenez should be a target. I think that might be the bloke who scored the back-to-back hat-tricks. A big Mexican target. No, it wasn't him who can hold up and score. We've not really had much luck with... Uh, I know Mexico isn't South American, but in South American players and uh, Mexican players. Because uh, I've always said... I've always I've always had a thing of South American players. I always find that they're very good at upsetting, upsetting the apple cart, so to speak. Like most re- recent one, Lucas Torreira and stuff like that, they're very good at upsetting the apple cart. Alexis Sanchez, uh, you know, look at look at Neymar. The guy's a, 
the guys are literally a walking talking machine of destroying everything um i always i always laugh about it every time on foot manager i'm like oh god what's it what's the player gonna moan about now so i find that quite interesting we'll see what happens uh sizes forza football app has all the games in local time pretty good app without any ad interruptions Boy 10 says football manager is a reliable scouting tool, by the way. All attribute changes to players are now purely reactionary and sports interactive. Never try to highball their estimates on anyone now. Oh, Gary is here. Gary, put a link to your YouTube channel in the chat and people go and watch it. I never remember the name of your, your channel, Gary, because I just spend my time looking at the Volkswagen Camperman that you keep using. BX says his father was a Christian, is Christian Jimenez, the Argentinian. A boy says, I, I never sign any South Americans on Football Manager. Womble, Brazil is in South America. Thanks for that. Yep, that's uh, that's completely factually correct. Yes, yes, and they're saying hello to Gary. Lovely. Nice. Um, yes. So, uh, do we have any other bits that we were going to highlight and show? We've done all of them, slot. Um, we will, there will be a podcast tomorrow night. So, I, th- I think it's going to be Ellis and Carl. I'm not sure who else because Josh is only free the next day. So it might just be those two. I might be on with them. I don't know. Hopefully, Chris might be free, and then those three can do a show together. Um, Yes. What do you make of, they'll cover this tomorrow, the squad going to play in North America? What do you think of the fact that there is no party? Do you know what? I didn't even think about that. Um, I heard, I was I was, I was was hearing all the stuff about um, Reese Nelson not there. Mm. Um, Isn't he? Yamwari, uh, oh, uh, uh, I can't remember. He had a couple of good turns, didn't he, against Nuremberg? Sure, yeah, he did. He looked really good. He's got such yeah. a great low centre of gravity. I'm a big I'm a big fan of his already. And they signed him, haven't they? They signed a proper pro contract. Pro, is it pro contract now? I thought, yeah. I didn't, oh, okay, 17. fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic. It's he is. He's 17 when you get a pro contract. I think he signed a contract that basically uh, he's, contract. Got, he's like on a big schoolboy contract, which will basically... Uh, and then he'll go straight into his his contract when he's seventeen. He doesn't have to Good. sign anything; it's already done and dusted. But I find that quite interesting. The few names that are not there, but I didn't even think about the party one. Koza Dubri has, has made the team, so it's interesting. So I'm, I don't know what's going on, but uh, yeah, party. Who knows? Maybe maybe there's stuff going on behind the scenes because we've said for ages, haven't we, that there's going to be a, a, a number of signings to begin with. Then it's going to be like a good month of selling players, and then we might go in for someone at the yeah, exactly like the Conga. Uh, and then we and then we sell and sorry we buy maybe at the end of the window. That's probably what's going to happen. So it's going to be a lot of sell, 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 sell. Now for for the for the next few weeks. Sky says, "Have we talked about Timber? And well, we talked about him in the last show. But what's your thoughts on Timber? Big fan. I love the way um, he's he's got a good a good drive. He's got a good ability on the ball." Um, he's, uh, it's, it's going to be quite interesting because he's got the ability to sort of understudy Saliba as well as understudy Ben White, which is two positions that is not fully formed. And Tommy Asu's injuries can become a problem, even though I really like him. Obviously, Rob Holding is the understudy to Saliba. And we can say for sure that, uh, Hurian Timber is definitely an upgrader on that. No, no, uh, no insult to Holdini, but it's, it's a great signing. Massively impressed. He looks he looks like a, a, a you know a, a star player already, and uh, he comes across really well in all the interviews. Some of them they don't come across well; they don't show their personality enough, so you kind of feel a bit mixed and a bit indifferent with them. 
but uh, but Havertz, Yuri and Timber and Declan Rice have all come across really well. So uh, it fits with that Arsenal ethos. Jolly good. Uh, Phil says that uh, Nelson has a toe injury. I don't know how Phil would know that. He's probably making it up. Uh, Nelson got to go to court over his dog. I don't know what that's about. Did his dog bite someone? Oh, I think that's right, actually. Yeah. Okay, well, that will make sense that they've not gone then, I guess. Uh, also, Nuno Tavares. If you look at the, the, the squad on Wikipedia, Nuno Tavares doesn't have a squad number. And Nicholas Pepe doesn't have a squad number. Talks of having to cancel his contract, which is unreal. When we we signed him in 2019, so 1920, we played. I think we played um, 25 million up front, and then 23 million for the next three seasons. 19, and then 20, and then 21, 22, 23. So he's he's been at the club for five seasons. Is that right? Can we sue Raúl? Can we sue him for this shit? This is oh, crazy. He's been in the club for four seasons. I mean, when you look at his stats, 27 goals in 112 games, it's not the end of the world, is it? He's not a, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but we've gone yeah. past that now. We've gone yeah. we went past that years ago. Not my, never mind now. We're even a level above that. So yeah. it is what it is. It's bad though that you're 72 million have to cancel his contract. I thought those days had gone. But I suppose no. you, you've got to get, move on. You'd be able to write down, what is it, amortisation, get rid of some of the value on that. Um, uh, good old Phil says he read it on the BBC, out for two weeks, ha-ha. Uh, Loki, nice of you to turn up. Arsenal were wearing sleeveless training tops. Let Chris know. No need to let Chris know. Chris does know. I might add. Don't you people follow Chris on the Instagrammings? Because, my God, I only follow quite a few people. But Chris puts more pictures of himself up there than everyone else combined. The man is obsessed. I'm trying to find the um, the picture. And as soon as I say that, I can't find Chris's uh, feed. Where is it? So um, I'll have to find the rest of it in a minute. Now, uh, what else are we going to look at? Um, no, that's all done. We've done that. We've done this. Ah, first 11. This is my first 11, which I think yep. he's going to go for. What do you think to that? Yeah, that's exactly the, the team that I put out. I love the Havertz and Erdegaard rice midfield combination. I sent some stats to you when even before Havertz was even confirmed, I showed some, uh, I sent like a stat wheel. Um, which kind of showed um, Erd- Erdegaard, Havertz and Rice's stats based on attacking threat, defensive threat and overall ball possession. It kind of covers every little area just a little bit, which really shows that they, if they can really start to gel over the next year or so, I think we've got a, an incredibly dynamic midfield that's going to dominate the Premier League for years to come. Very, very happy about that. And um, The alternative to that is this one where uh, if Party stays, Party playing in the DM, Rice yeah. in the midfield with his unbelievable passing ability and Havertz playing up front when Jesus can't, because I think we will end up seeing Havertz playing up front at some point because yes, six I think four, good in the air, good at defending as well. With yeah, that he's, form, so. yeah he's, he's great off the ball as well as on the ball. His runs and his defensive coverage as well is really, well, is really good. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Havertz uh, play a handful of games uh, this season playing up top. 
but I think party is going to go. I, th- then, I think I think it's going to be a thing. I think it's going to be. Uh, and so if party goes, Rice will play in the party role. Havertz, if Havertz does play out game for up front for a game, then uh, Trussard will slip in on the right, and Erdegaard will move to the left because he's got all the feet and do what he wants. And this is our backup squad. That's not a back bad backup eleven, is it? I like it how you put Balligan ahead of Eddie. Eddie. Poor Eddie. <laughs> poor, poor Eddie. I, I want to say quickly on, on Kivior, we were mentioning it before the podcast, but Kivior had a great uh, great performance at left-back against Nuremberg. He looked very comfortable on the ball and he's got great vision, not as good as Zinchenko, but he, he looked really comfortable in, in, in that particular position. So I'd be interested to see if Kivior will play at left-back a few times this season, uh, which kind of leaves the door open for, for Kieran Tierney to... Uh, to to make his make his fair dues uh, 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 with his little career at Arsenal because we we potentially we got, we got Zinchenko, Tommy Asu can play there, and Kivio, uh can apparently play there pretty decently now as well. So um, and I want to see more from Emil Smith Rowe this season as we will yeah. do. And Vieira he needs a loan. Good God, the boy needs a loan. He was horrific against Nuremberg, and there was there was reports apparently of Arteta ripping him a new one on the Arsenal training ground last week. Uh-uh. So I'm not, I, I, he, he needs a loan, the poor boy. He really needs a loan. He certainly does. Um, where do you think that team would finish in the Premier League if it played every, every 38 I'll games? Uh, uh, I'll tell Top you what, 10? because you, the thing is, because you've got Trossard in there. Uh. Um, Tommy Asu is extremely versatile. If he keeps stays fit, he's a great player. But the Trossard uh, and, uh, is, is the difference maker here. So I, I, I'd, what, I'd say eighth, eighth mm. in, in and around that area. So yeah, definitely top 10. Uh, Trossard there is for me is the difference maker. That guy, I just it just he just reminds me of Santi Cazorla. I love him. I love him. Trossard. I think he's brilliant. Great player. It is odd that um, our whole back five are the first choice for their countries. Timber and Kivior played all of the World Cup games for Poland and for Holland. Uh, Tyranny. The, he's a centre back for Scotland. Tommy Ashu, yep. one of the best Japanese players. Jorginho, yep. Italy. Um, He's Turner played, for yeah. United States. He's number one yeah. for United States. And Vieira, I'm not sure Vieira's played much for Portugal and Nelson. No. Well, Nelson's still growing. And you and Balogun, the USA number one striker. Well, number one striker, yeah. Trossard as well uh, um, for, for for Belgium and stuff. I'm going to um, share the screen with you, people, because you're asking about Chris's. Uh, if you want to go to the Instagram, it is KC underscore r-u-n-z now you know how much i hate it when people use a z rather than an s there's and six there he pictures. is there's six pictures on the screen danny they're all him yeah that's all he does there's the training him. top he's got casey stamped into the training top oh wait um, look danny there's a picture without him in it danny look oh that's dolphins. when he was off nonsense up dolphins and then uh, and then back to him his back new tattoo back. saying uh vi it doesn't say eight, eight isn't it yeah it doesn't oh. say eight Oh, there he is. Look at him. He's uh, he's quite photogenic, isn't he? Give him the rock and roll. He's There's another one. There. There's another one just of a sunset. Incredible stuff. That was that's a great picture. He went swimming with dolphins recently. Amazing. Amazing. Look at that long tongue. Dear yeah. Idea. Oh God. Jesus. Yeah. He's topless. So we allowed topless boys on oh, on God. this. Um. So there you go. You can see him in all the oh, full naked. Right. That's enough of that. All right. No. Um, this this is not PG. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. KC underscore runs. Go and have a look at that, and he'll uh, uh, fulfil all your uh, 
Chris fantasies, if you have any. Uh, what are people saying in the 27 messages I've missed? Uh, Boy 10 says, Fabio is frustrating. He has the tech, but he's criminally lightweight in the prem. Phil says, Trossi deserves more than a bit part player. Deeks, well, he's yeah, I agree. We got, but he's still bloody good. I, I love, I love, I love Trossard. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's back up. I, I love him, but he's back up to the first team. BX makes a point. I'd rather start Trossard in the left eight, which is the uh, Having given Havertz, I, I, I know we love Trossard, but Havertz is going to be something else. I, I yes. really believe, believe. Boy says, Chris with sleeves, that's an imposter. Uh, Phil says, I genuinely think Chris would marry himself. <laughs> I agree. BX, hashtag pirate on tour. Uh, and then formerly known as the hashtag carpenter out. Where have you been? That was late. Uh, right, I think that's it. What else? Anything else you'd like to close with? We've done almost done the hour. Yeah, we, we, we said an hour, so here we are at the hour mark. Um, it's the podcast of a of a generational signing. I said it at the very beginning, but this signing is something that we've been waiting for for decades. It's a guy that we can now maybe look at. Here he is. The You know how we've been saying for years that we needed to replace Gilberto Silva? Yeah. I think we're. I think we might be there. It's taken years, decades, even. I think we're there. So I am very, very optimistic with this signing. This guy exudes class, ability, skill, just everything. I'm buzzing. Let's um, go. Inject uh, it right in there. Uh, and like all the other players, just quickly go through the players that we've got. Our number one goalkeeper is twenty five. He can play in that position for a decade. Our number one centre-back pairing, Saliba, is 22. He can do a decade. Gabriel, 25, possibly do a decade. Ben Wright, 25, right-back, possibly do a decade. And then uh, left-back, Zinchenko, 26, last long time. And then uh, we've got Rice in the the DM, 24, easily do a decade. And then we have got um, Erdegaard, still only 24. Unreal. Oh, and then, I love so that's, Havertz is uh, only 24. Saka, 21. He could do another at least a decade and a bit. Jesus, yeah. 26. Smith Rowe, 22. Martinelli, 22. Well, he won't do a decade because we'll be off to Real Madrid for 150 million in a couple of seasons. Trossard Probably. is an old man at 28. Jeez. Yes. Nelson, 23. Um, who else did I miss out? Um, Vieira. No, I'm not going to include him. Our, old, our pensioner, Jorginho, is 31, the oldest player in the squad. I think our average age is 23.4 at the moment. 23.4. That's not, not too bad. Um, there's a few comments in the chat saying, um, Clock Orange saying, respectfully disagreeing on the Havertz being good in the role. Well, let's see. Let's see. see. Let's see. No, no one has a glass ball. I'm just making a very, I think, a smart assumption. And I think Boy Tendio agrees with me. I think he's, I think he's hyped and thinks he's going to be dynamite. And yes, Declan Rice is the guy from the Muller adverts. I, I, you know, the, you know, I've got to sing a song, the initiation song. He's going to be singing Rice Rice Baby, isn't he? I'd refuse to do that. You think? I refuse to do any team, team bonding, team stuff. I say, leave me alone. When I score a goal, don't touch me. Don't, don't stay away from me. Don't touch me. Don't hug me. You'll don't fit perfectly in at Arsenal then, Danny, with that uh, mentality. Perfectly. I, I don't like people being near me. It Fair enough. Me. I, when, well, I agree with you. Even when Sean gives me a hug, I go, you can have four seconds, five seconds at a push. Nice. I don't like people touching Time me everything. On me. Time uh, it all. 
Yes, so people, there you go. That is Deke and mine's thoughts on uh, Mr. Declan Rice, future Arsenal captain, if Erdegaard does uh, spread his wings and go. Uh, tomorrow night, I think there will be a pod, as usual. They talk about it in the group, and then uh, they haven't continued talking about it. So Khan and Ellis are free tomorrow. Josh is free Thursday, Friday. Oh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so I don't know. And Kev Campbell also told me that he was free tomorrow night. And if these tits don't do a podcast tomorrow night, I will strangle the pair of them because I said to Kev, they've already organised one. So they better do it or else. So uh, thank you very much, Deke. You have been effervescent. Pleasure <laughs> as always. Uh, yeah, I'm really hyped about the signing. Let's uh, let's go. Let's go. The season's going to be great. Where can people find you on Twitter if they're feeling daring and uh, want to be if you're, outraged? If you are... If you... <laughs> Are, uh, if you want to be uh, completely ang- angrified, then you can come and follow me at, uh, at Deacon Justified. But as I said right there as well, I wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't recommend it. Don't do it. Don't do and it. remember, our podcast on YouTube is called At The AFC Podcast because uh, the Burkhat Wandland was too many letters. I've asked Neilon, but he completely ignored me. And then uh, I think that's that's about it. So thank you very much for watching, everybody. We will be back for another show sometime this week if them lot can pull their fingers out. If they can't pull their fingers out, then uh, they're going to get all going to get slapped legs. So we will leave you with a little picture. We can just have a look at... Um, I think that's one of my favourite pictures. So we'll leave you that picture, and then we will roll the credits. Goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. You nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at him. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately, and get the brown sauce on them and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.